Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and creatures in between. Welcome to Scrap Metal Podcast number 58. I am your host, Metal Matty. And to my right, yes, he's always to my motherfucking right, the one and only... Hello, Matty. How are you, sir? I'm very well. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's, Bri- that's Brian. Hi, Brian. <laughs> that's our friend Brian. From Brian the- is the man, okay? <laughs> Just a quick shout out to our buddy, uh, buddy Brian. He is the manager at uh, the 99 <laughs> here in Andover. Is it Andover? Uh, well, that one's in North Andover. Fine. Bl- the Blandover. Na- the 99 restaurant in North Blandover. Poor fucking guy. Massachusetts. Guy's 78 Math- years old. Massachusetts. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yep. So if you guys are in the area and you want to go to the 99 and the Red Sox win, the kids eat free. Yeah. You can go see the one and only Brian. Yeah. Not Brian Fair. No. Just Brian 99. Just, just plain Brian. He's like Prince. He only has one name. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> Brian. He's a great guy. His hospitality is second to none. Stand-up guy. We love him. Every time we go there, we always wind up getting in, uh, involved with some kind of metal uh, We were there for like two hours. Yeah, I know. Talking to numerous people about metal. Yep. Rock networking, just networking, give it promoting the yeah. show, putting the we word out. Who follows because of that? Yeah, what can I say? I know it works. Old All... fashioned way of, broadca- of, of broadcasting, just, yeah, you know, yeah, word of mouth. Word yeah. of mouth is one of the, yeah, the original ways of yeah. uh, getting yourself out there, feeling good in the neighborhood. All feel that, good, shit. Feel good. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's just jump into it. The music, uh, jump in the fire, music. Tidbit extravaganza. Beep, 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 beep. It's broken. Sorry. Yeah, it was working fine earlier, but Maddie sat on it, so yeah, it's, it's, it's not dead. working now. It's dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're gonna be. It's gonna be a quick moving tidbit extravaganza. Yeah. We're gonna mention one piece of news. Well, um, from a couple of weeks ago now. Yeah, it's been a, a couple of weeks or so, maybe three weeks. Big loss to the music Steve world. Steve Hartwell, Hartwell, the lead singer, or was Hartwell? Hartwell. Lead, I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Rockwell. Rockwell. Yeah. It's somebody's the, watching me, yeah. and I had no privacy. Oh, it's the Smash Mouth guy. The least, yeah. was the Nobody knows form- his name. No. Yeah, formerly lead singer of Smash Mouth. He died yeah. of cancer. No, it was liver disease. Yeah, well, he was a big drinker. He was because have you? Did you see some of the later videos he did? He was no. just he would go on these drunken tirades at like state fairs no. in front of kids, just wanting to hear the uh, the Shrek song. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's hilarious. Shrek <laughs> made that made them popular. Oh my god, made a millionaire. But I'm telling you right now, though. I mean, the only song. That I have in my wow, wow, library wow, wow, wow. is walking wow, in the wow, sun, wow, wow. right? It ain't no joke. Great I'd song. like to buy the world a coke. Toke. Great song. Toke. Take a toke or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great song. It is a good song. It was kind of about like how that hippie generation like uh, kind of like sold out or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So he has yeah. passed on. He is somewhere in the midst of the universe. We don't know if he's in heaven. He's in all star heaven. Hell. Yeah. He could he, be in that fucking castle and shrek who knows yeah that's true yeah. let's hope so yeah yeah <laughs> for his sake yeah with fiona and, and shrek you never <laughs> yeah know. yeah boy they uh because that song didn't start off as it was just you know i think they picked it up a couple years later and then uh well yeah. song came up before the movie right yeah it came and, out in like 99 and then the movie came out and then they used it for the movie and the song it's the song took off like a fucking <laughs> Elon and, Musk and, going to fucking moon or space. Whatever and all Steve Howell heard, I'm assuming you wrote it, was cha-ching for the rest of his life, right? Yeah. He lived off that fucking all-star money and basically drank himself uh, to death. <laughs> well, as far as I can tell. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's sad. It's too bad. He's like 56 or something. He was 56, yeah. yeah he was yeah, young. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, but, well, uh, hey. Godspeed. Ro- you rockin- never should have drank yourself to, to a fucking... Yeah, s- I'm assuming a that's what stupa. it was. <laughs> I know. But uh, any other deaths? Was that... Uh, oh, someone died. Somebody died. In the sports world, I think, recently. The guy from... Uh, it was a, I think he was the third baseman for the Baltimore Orioles. Wade Bugs. Oh. Hickerson, Hickerson or Henderson. Oh, really? Hickerson. I forget. He was a baseball player for the Orioles for years. He was one. He won 16... He won 16 gold gloves. No, sorry. He won like multiple gold gloves, 16-time All-Star, arguably the best third baseman of all time in MLB history. Really? Yeah. What the hell? I forget his name. He was a, I mean, we're local Bostonian, so we're not really, no. I forget the name, but I remember, I want to say it's Hickerson or Henderson was the last name. Dave not, Henderson? No, no, not David or Ricky H- Henderson. No. Hendu? Yeah. yeah. All right. It's yeah. one of those guys. Yeah, all right. One yeah. of those names. But all right. Yeah, so he we died. Lost, yeah. Um, oh, we lost, um, nah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Who was it? Robbie Robertson from the band. You know him? The band. Yeah, the band, the band. No, I don't it's called remember, the band. I don't remember the 60s name. 60s band, late 60s. Oh, yeah. he, oh yeah. that's, yeah, he's been around forever, though. He yeah. Passed, yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was he passed for a while. on. He's yeah. dead. He was older, yeah. He had he it was coming. older. He had it coming to him. Yeah, hey, at least, you know, at least he survived Outlast uh, Steve Hartwell. Yeah, I know. Yeah, really. He lived Sorry. 20 years longer than Steve Hartwell. Sorry, guy. Yeah, it's too bad. That We're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It is what it is. <laughs> took, a, took a dark turn. Yeah, it did real quick. <laughs> We're all going to die. Everybody's going to die someday. Yeah. Were you Barnes from fucking uh, Platoon? <laughs> what you all Barnes. know about killing? Mike Barnes from Karate Kid 3. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. That was our music news. Well, that was it. That's a very in- <laughs> tantalizing End of for show. people. How was that? Was that really good for you? Yeah. Was it good for you? Was did it that, good for us? Did that do it for you? Yeah. Did that really, did that really move the needle down did, there? Did we hit the spot? Did we get that G spot? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do we make his squirt? We're sick. <laughs> Are we making Dorothy squirt right now? No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's move on to the topic at hand. What's the topic at hand? Tonight, we're doing one of Maddie's favorite yeah, albums really... of all time. We're going to do an album review for the first time in a long time. Yeah. I know people are like, wow, these guys are actually yeah. doing something we want to hear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who would have thought? Well, they're actually providing us some, with something wow. we'd like to hear. So tonight, we're doing an album review on Megadeth's 1990 album, Rust in Peace. Wait a minute. You you mispronounced it. It's 1990 Masterpiece. Oh, I'm piece. sorry. <laughs> In the words of Mike Felger, sorry. <laughs> sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, so we're doing Rust in Peace, yep. 1990 Megadeth. I think it's the greatest metal album of all time. It's I thought coming in second. I thought it was uh, well. It's tied. For all. I think it's tied. <laughs> I think it really is. I thought tied. it was Justice for All, kid. No, I think it's uh, it's close. But I, I would still I give it to uh, I I always go to Megadeth if I ever have to. You if do. It's you're, between, like, you're a big Megadeth. I am. We know am. this. You're a bigger Megadeth. And yeah. I realize there's a small window between where Mustaine is good and, and where he gets like really annoying with his vocals, Ugh. which is probably like after this album. <laughs> but, well, thank you, because I don't really necessarily think, I think Mustaine's horrible at singing and whatever he's trying to do, but uh, I mean, James Hetfield is no picnic either, but he's a little better than, than yeah. Mustaine. Yeah, well, you have to say, well, both of them are pretty unique. I mean, you can't really mistake them for anyone else. No, and and anyone, no one can really copy them. And you got to say, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> Hetfield, Moose. Mustaine yeah. Hetfield has really made the yeah. Oh popular. yeah, I mean he should have. That tra- was his. That's his yeah. staple. But I mean, Mustaine has tra- uh, had made has made the hello me. The real me. I, which I don't know if have you ever seen that uh, sweating bullets video? Yeah, sweating. Yeah. No, no. Ever see? Uh, there's a clip of uh, James um, imitating him doing his voice. Oh, actually, there's a great clip on YouTube of uh, they must have toured back in the '90s, early '90s. Uh, there's a great clip of uh, Lane Staley. 
doing a quick like Mustaine imitation. Yeah, yeah well, that. yeah, well, ever once Alice in Chains, I think they took toured. off all the other bands like you know, yeah. the, like the Megadeth, Metallica's, and even Tool. Just yeah. were, I, were so awed by what Lane could do. Oh yeah, so that's why they were all kind of like. Yeah, getting together, but they, they must have been on a package at home, and yeah, and you yeah. could tell Lane wasn't a fan, but he was kind of goofing on, uh, on uh, Mustaine. Oh, but anyway, well, yeah. we all know Lane's one of the arguably one of the best. Oh yeah, metal singers and rock singers of all time. So gone too soon. Yeah, way too soon. God. But besides the point. Yeah. But focusing on Rust in Peace, that's the album we will just dissect and talk yeah, about tonight. A little bit. Yeah, we'll go into it a little bit. Yeah. I'm um, not gonna sit here for hours and dissect it, but no. we'll, we'll give you some tidbits on it and. You know what we want? We want Maddie. We want Mello's uh, point of view. Why it makes it the best metal album of all time in his point of view, POV, as they say nowadays. Well, I think a lot of it had to do with it coming along as I became interested in metal. It was like 1990. I was I was 52 years old. <laughs> wow, you've aged gracefully. I know. I've aged well, yeah. I was 17 when it came out. Holy shit! And uh, I had just gotten into. I was into, only six. Yeah, you were just a whippersnapper. I mean, when did you get into it? Probably not until. Uh, I wasn't until maybe the like I would say yeah. 90, late 90. Metallica was always first, like I said in, the, in previous uh, episodes. But yeah, I would have to say you, it was later than that. You weren't time. you weren't rocking out the thrash in your underoos when you were uh, six years old. And maybe I was. I really can't remember that far <laughs> yeah, back. I know. I know. I I could have been in front of the TV in my fucking underoos, like you said, <laughs> eating fucking Dunkaroos. Yeah. And fucking listening to Metallica as I'm watching the Bruins game. That's true. Right what it was. That's true. If I can remember quickly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was their fourth album. It came out. Their their first few albums weren't great. It took a while for Mustaine. Well, oh, their Mega, first album's trash. Yeah, it really is. I don't um, like it. It's um, what's it called? Oh, you should know that, buddy. That's your that's your, your yeah, that's your bread. That's my bread and butter. Yeah, I didn't do. Well, I mean, Any it was eighty five, wasn't research. it? It was. It was right after. Because uh, right after he got kicked out of Metallica, he yeah. started doing his own shit. And then he pulled nah, Megadeth too far back. <laughs> it is what it is, you know? Well, I, the first one was pretty crappy. Uh, but uh, Peace Sells was good in 86. Oh, Peace Sells. Peace Sells is a great album. Peace Sells, but who's buying? Um, So far, so good. So what wasn't great. And each each album had a different lineup. They went through like uh, Chris Poland and Jeff Young on guitar. Uh, mm-hmm. They had Gar Samuels, who was a complete, uh, yes, yes. A complete junkie. I think he's dead now. Complete, but by 1990, the classic Megadeth lineup. Killing is my business. Oh, killing is my business. And business is good. Which is a great. Oh, that'd be 85. A, see now, that would be a good. Uh, I don't know how we could do a whole episode. Great album. Albums that have great titles but terrible fucking songs. That's a great album. That's a great album title. It's a great album yeah. title. It's one of the best of all time. But it, it really had is. Shits, it's really not shits, a good shit stir fry on that motherfucker. Wait, what? Is that the that mechan- makes sense? That, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think the mechanics were on that. That's right. He was coming right out of Metallica. He was probably in a was, alcoholic case. D- yeah, he was dumb and he was fucking. Yeah, mechanics is on there. Yeah, which last is- rites, love to death. Uh, Killing is my business. Number two, the skull beneath the skin. Three, rattlehead. Four, chosen ones. Five, six, looking down the cross. Seven, mechanics. Eight, these boots. Oh, Nine, last rites, love to death. The demo. So there's only it was only eight songs on the album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these boots is these boots are made for walking. It's a cover of uh, yes. the Nancy Sinatra song. That's right. Um, so but by 1990, it was it's the classic lineup. It's uh, Nick Menza on drums, who is dead. He died a few years ago. Yep. Uh, of course, Dave Ellison, who... Um, He's a perv and pedophile, yeah, well, they've so been, they say. They've been, <laughs> well, yeah, I know. 
Did they been they were they were friends for years, right? That's a famous. It was the two Daves that were holding it <laughs> that, down. The back that was Megadeth. Up yours, yeah. yeah. And then after a few guitarists, uh, they had settled on Marty Friedman, who was just fucking ridiculous. It's just. You know, and he I, recently last year, I want to say, linked up with them in Japan for a couple shows. He did. I saw that. That was yeah. it. He didn't go yeah. on the tour. Just them. No, just him for the uh, two shows up there. He left after um, Trust maybe in '95, and he moved to uh, Japan, and he, he kind of liked Japan. So, I mean, you can imagine dealing with Mustaine must be. I guess yeah. he liked the slant. Yeah, <laughs> he's the slant eyes. <laughs> he likes that slant slit. <laughs> Well, you said it, not me, but I, I, think, it, I think it's funny. You said the slant part. You said, I, the, you I, said the offensive part. I was part. thinking about slant and pussy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're so bad. Of course. All right, sorry, ladies. Slap the uh, explicit label. Sorry, on the, Double explicit label on this one. Yeah. Um, oh, that's funny. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, you're really enlightening tonight, Maddie. <laughs> Enlighten the populace. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. So it what, was, what, what it, your, is your it, favorite song? Tornado of Souls off the album because it has Marty Friedman's probably arguably his best solo he ever did perform with with Megadeth. Yeah, that everyone now tries to. If you type Simulate. in, yeah, well, go on YouTube. Everyone's got their like version of it. Yeah, yeah. it's a hell of a solo. It's a tough solo to. Uh, oh yeah, to it's crack. very tough to uh, actually. You know, I I always liked Holy Remember? Wars more, but then I, I love kinda, Holy Wars. Yeah, it's a great. That's one. my favorite song. Off that the was album. like the single off there, um, but then it kind of became a little overplayed. So as I dug deeper into it, I always loved uh, Tornado of Souls, though. But um, yeah, it's a great album too because it's kind of like it's proggy in a way. It's, it's a lot of uh, heavy, fast-paced stuff, but it's it evened out by um, by slower stuff like Five Magics. Lucretia's a slower song. Um, I like Dawn um, Patrol's a weird Hangar one. Hangar Eighteen. Hey, well, Dawn Patrol's only like a minute and fifty seconds. Yeah, it's a slow ass song. Yeah, but it's kind of like it breaks up. You know, you you, you kind of want something to even out everything too. You don't want well, you know, yeah, too, yeah. too thrashy. I think that's a classic. Uh, well, that's you know. what Metallica started doing with even the second album with Call of Cthulhu. This, that's the, true. The nine minute um, instrumental was, right. was a mix of like thrashy and very slow melodic. And even when like you know they did they did um, Orion. Yeah. For Master of Puppets, like it was such a great that's true. instrumental, but slow. But I'll, oh man. Well, that's probably where Mustaine. The, the needle is moving. <laughs> yeah. I have to listen. To, I might have to listen to Master on the way home now. No, I'll have to finish. I'll have to finish Rust in Peace first, though. Yeah, go through it. You know. Yeah, I mean, um, I've listened to like I haven't listened to it in a long time, and I, like I said, I was probably I would say I listened to it maybe three, four years ago. I was in a Megadeth kick one yeah. week, and I said I'm listening to all the Megadeth and. I remember listening to Rust in Peace start to finish, and uh, I was th- thinking the same thing. Dawn Patrol slow. Yeah. Lucretia is fairly slow, not as slow as Dawn Patrol. And then you have, um, obviously, Tornado Souls, which to me is obviously Marty's, like, I agree with you, Marty's best solo. It's uh, it's tantalizing. It's mesmerizing. It makes you it makes you literally just, when it comes on, you you tune everything out and just focus on the guitar solo. But like, so, like, really, like... To me, I don't even hear the drums, the bass, or even right, Dave singing. Right. You kind of just hear... In your own, my own warped brain, the guitar just fucking wheeling through. Literally, it should have been a tornado. That song should have been called "The Tornado of Guitar Solos." Ooh, of, uh, I like that. Marty Freeman. It not should Souls. be. Yeah, it's you know? wow. I like that. It's very yeah. good. Yeah. So it there really. You go. Well, it's so like uh, you can you can tell that he like crafted it. It's not just something he like winged. I think he was a very like thoughtful guitarist who really planned out his solos. You know, there's like. And a, a, a whole album has like some of them have like a Eastern theme, like Holy Wars has a very Eastern theme yeah. sounding uh, solo because it's about you know, uh, you know Palestine, uh, yeah, Palestine like, yeah, and whatnot, yeah. and uh, yeah, very political album. Mustaine was never one to uh, 
more so than Metallica, right? You couldn't say Metallica. Well, I guess they had Metallica was more like a historical, like uh, uh, well, well, like the you know, uh, again the one going from World War One video for the song One or the what's the one from um, uh, <laughs> what's the one from Ride the Lightning where where the uh, uh, we're talking about the uh, the prophet. <laughs> Phantom Lord? No. No, from uh, Ride the Lightning. Oh. What, what's the one that he... Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Um, I don't... <laughs> trapped Under Ice? I don't know. What's Call of what? Cthulhu? No, no. Cthulhu is an instrument. We what's what's the one where he talks about the uh, uh, the uh, the Egyptians uh, in slavery? Oh, uh, shit. The, uh... <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of it. Oh, what? Do I talk about Metallica here? We're talking about fucking... No, but I'm trying to make a point. Like, Yeah, yeah I know, but... Yeah. But anyway, to me, but to me, Megadeth <laughs> is way too. Yeah. This is really. Bad. Do you want to scrap yeah, this? Scratch this yeah. I can't get into this. This is bad. Yeah. All right, scrap it. Scrap oh, we it just up. wasted too much time. Here. I know. That's all right. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Well, you're talking about creeping death. Well, duh. Duh. I should have known that. I drew up. I had a brain fight like we all do. Yeah. Yeah. A, I mean, but, you had a brain queef. I did. I had a brain. I know. Queef. But but Metallica. It was more, and that's why I think even even the last couple albums by Megadeth is over the top oh, political, too much, right? You know, way too much, right? Extra, 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 right? Read all about it, right? And a lot of people, a lot of people have chimed in on social media saying, "Well, Davis is way too much with this political yeah. shit. Well, he has it, to calm down." Then it gets too like forced, like he's just trying to like shoehorn it into you know to to be relevant. Yeah, there's a certain balance, you know. You gotta wanna, you gotta be inspired to write some political, you know. You oh can't, yeah, you can't be like, oh, I gotta write some political here, yeah. And he, to, obviously, to stay he's relevant. angry about a lot of things, so he just it just yeah. fuels his, his, you know, his anger, his anger for all that shit fuels the fire. It's probably and then boom, there you go. Yeah, exactly. He gets so, what he wants. Yeah, I think uh, I think Rust in Peace was like a, a good, uh, you know, it wasn't too overly political. It was just enough. And sometimes when you get older too, it's like Hangar eighteen though is a badass song. Hangar eighteen is a great song. Hangar right? eighteen, I know too much. Which is, and a- I'm telling you, I first time I think I mentioned this. I want to say, I, if I remember correctly, I mentioned this in other episodes or another episode in the past. I had the very opportunity. I had the great opportunity back in 2007. Yeah. To see the one and only Megadeth live at the Orlando House of Blues in Ooh, nice. downtown Disney. Yeah. It was called Downtown Disney. Now it's called Disney Springs in, Ol- in a Lake One of Eastern Orlando area. It'd be the last place you think you'd see Megadeth anywhere associated with it Disney. It was a Disney property. <laughs> I know. Did he come out with ears? Yeah, he Mouse said, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. And I remember um, getting there just in time before it finally went on. The show was like, I think the doors opened at 7.30. show started at 8.00. I honestly wasn't there for the first act. And I got there just in time before Megadeth went on. And it was yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. It was small intimate venue hold about like 2,500 people maybe 2,000 the most if I can remember correctly and yeah. it was wow I can't remember what they opened up with no it was so long ago yeah and I wasn't taking I was just so happy to see them for the first time yeah I didn't take any notes and take any videos right back right. then in 2007 we don't yeah know, it was still there wasn't social media platforms like there no, are now that's true yeah you know I made you it to MySpace you, you didn't throw up on MySpace <laughs> and yeah. I don't have a MySpace no, back I then don't. so yeah. Yeah. it didn't phase me to even think about doing that kind of no. shit so I was just in there to enjoy the music who was it? Time. Was it? Um, must have been uh, Chris Broderick was the guitarist for a while. It was before, 07. Uh, okay, it was probably, October yeah. October or November of 07. I think Friedman. Was like, Friedman was say, definitely gone. Yeah, Friedman was gone. Yeah. And I want to say, obviously, Ellison, Ellison was still there. Yeah. Um, because he was the main main uh, staple bass player for years. Yeah. Until obviously, the most like past four or five. So the recent scandal. Yeah, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, it was. I just remember being an amazing show, very uh, high energy. Dave, Will, I mean, Dave Willing on the guitar. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. Dave's a much better guitar player than Kirk Hammett. <laughs> and um, I went, I'm fine. I'm sorry. I wouldn't say much better, but he is better. Well, I would. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> and but uh, yeah, it's just I don't like the fact that like nowadays Dave is just way too extra with the political bullshit. And uh, I think Dave's days as a metal uh, a performing musician are probably just about over, right? I mean, I think we'd say this is probably his last go. Yeah, I honestly don't have really an uh, interest in seeing Megadeth ever live. No. I've seen him twice. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, that's enough for me. Yeah, I don't blame um, him. Yeah. So, I mean, no disrespect, but I just saw, I saw my you know, cup of tea in a way. Yeah, I would anymore. say his, um, his stuff's yeah. winding down. But, I yeah. mean, he certainly came up with a masterpiece with, um, with uh, Rust in Peace. That's your a thought on that that is your opinion I still feel like Master of Puppets has Fox Mansions way better than start to finish of Rust in Peace and, and Justice for All and Justice for All is even better start to finish than Rust in Peace in my opinion just saying yeah well it's, but it's a great uh, you know we all it's a win-win when somebody like Mustaine gets fired because uh, it took him a while to find his to get his uh, yeah because obviously <laughs> business the first album <laughs> dying is good and good for business whatever that is. you mentioned that earlier it's just <laughs> Lousy first albums in my business, and business is good. Yeah, <laughs> he. Um, you can yeah, tell he, he was just he was treading a the mess. water. Well, he, he was, was a mess, mess too. He, he was, was emotionally fucked up from the right. from the getting kicked out of Metallica. Right. He was boozing. He was heroin. Heroin. Yeah. Cocaine. You know, at all. Well, the f- was, the first uh, drummer in Metallica was Gar Samuels, who was a super junkie, and I think they yeah they were both junkies together. They were both. Uh, it's amazing that Mustaine came out. He had a bad car crash right around right before uh, Rust in Peace came out. That um yeah no I mean for a while Mustaine was living on borrowed time certainly like yeah. most of those rock stars in that era right yeah I mean it's it's uh well as you can see like we talked about political religion right you know warfare which is his main three go-tos, yeah that's right? his go to yeah you know? yeah so it's yeah like, it's, yeah it's funny you know, I want to say uh, Mustaine never really worked at a love song. I don't think uh, maybe trust maybe, but that was yeah. kind of an anti. Well, it's funny song. we mentioned like Holy Wars. It's about the Northern Ireland conflict. Okay, you know? see, I thought it was more uh, about the um, Palestinian, but yeah. So there you go. Yeah, there's your uh, tidbit on that. Yeah, to you know rectify your uh, missed thought process there. <laughs> well, I think the uh, the video is great. Oh, I, I mean, I love Holy Wars because you know what other song I like by them? I forget the name. Oh, man. What the fuck is it? Uh, it's not on Rust in Peace, but I mean, we're not talking about Rust. But I mean, it's another song by them. I yeah. The name. I'm drawing a blank. But on, uh, on I, don't the, know if I don't know if it's on um, the next album. Peace Cells or if it's on, uh, I forget. But it's, a, it's been a while since I heard. Was it on the, Countdown to Extinction? Could have been. Which is a great album, too. But I like, uh, I mean, oh, I would say Holy Wars is so good because it starts off really, has it, especially Holy Wars Live. I, I have a really good version of Holy Wars Live. Yeah. One album they did years ago, they put out a live album, and it's like one of the f- three or third or fourth track in or something like that. Yeah. It's really good. So good. Like, it sounds better than the, the, the album version. Yeah, sometimes I, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember if they did any of these uh, songs when you saw them in 07? Oh, yeah. They definitely did Hangry Teen. Yeah. They did Sweating Bullets, Symphony of Destruction. Yeah. Um, I want to say they did. Um, they didn't do Tornado of Souls. I, don't, can't, I remember. can't remember yeah, that I can't honestly. Remember, yeah. um, uh, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I'm not sure. I could probably go back to setlist.com or whatever it is. Setlistfm.com, and then you could probably yeah. pull it up. Oh, definitely. I yeah. wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. So I, could, I something I might do after after the after this episode and yeah. kind of do like some just fun shit and check it out. 
But man, Mega Death. But, I mean, like, so what? Has what eight tracks? Nine yeah. tracks. Countdown to extension. Rest in peace. I'm sorry. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, out of, out of the nine tracks, what is your favorite song? I would say I'd have to give it to um, Tornado of Souls. Just because at this point, solo. yeah. But I love it because it's much like, um, much like uh, Master, of, not Master of Puppets, much like Injustice for All. It's very proggy. There's a lot of time changes. Yeah. I, I love that in metal. I love, uh, I love, you know, I love when, you know, when the song kind of goes into another part and another part. It has many parts to it. You know, what it I mean? many segments. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's an evolving of metal. You know, and Mustaine was certainly. I'm sure Mustaine was. I, I don't know how much he was influenced, but I'm sure he had heard. And justice for all, and he saw what Metallica was doing, so maybe it influenced his, you yeah. know, his uh, musical uh, wanderings into more proggy kind of stuff and more. I don't know. I just his voice. There was a lot of anger in his voice, you know, probably a lot of bitterness. Yeah. And it was before he really got goofy with the, uh, you know, the, the kind of. Uh, the, uh, and it's funny the over they the top. A, and they had a, uh, um, they had a second version of Hangar Eighteen. Oh, they did? It's called Return to the Hangar. Oh, God. When was that? Which is on uh, their ninth album. Oh, no. Um, which is... Oh, that's uh, right. The World Needs a Hero. That's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I just... I remember that. After seeing that, I remember it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Because it was not as good as Hangar 18. No. It's kind of like ugh. Unforgiven 2. Oh, God. How, how do you feel about uh, sequels and songs? No, ugh. yeah. I don't... I mean, only... I don't... I don't even like sequels in movies for the I most know. part. Well, yeah, there's only a couple that yeah. surpassed the first one. Well, yeah, yeah. We talked about that in our <laughs> variety pack. Yeah. <laughs> With that we've neglected too long. Yeah, we've kind of neglected like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I know Tornado Souls is probably, I don't know, I mean, it's Hangar 18 and Tornado Souls and probably Holy Wars are my three favorite songs of the album. I, yeah, I love the songs. I really, I'm like, I'll be honest, I don't really care for. Take No Prisoners is good. Very, uh, very thrashy. Take No Prisoners. Take No Shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I don't like it as much as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> see, the more you see, you're thinking about it like, you're like, oh shit, it's really good. But after you really, after, this would help. No, by it doing is. this has really given you a, 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 a better insight of why the album is not as good as you thought it was. No, it is. I still, I, I still put it up against most. Uh, I think it's very influential too. I mean, it was. I mean, obviously Metallica was doing their thing, and it was, and it was very heavy. But this was very heavy, political. I bet this influenced a lot of uh, bands that would come later. Maybe you know. And you're gonna say this came out in ninety, and the Black Album from Metallica came out in ninety one. Yeah. So it's like, okay, fuck you, Dave. You, we're gonna put an album. We're gonna go. They were working on it for a while. Oh yeah. The Black Album was working out in eighty nine. Right. Started working on it in late eighty eight and stuff like right. that. So because and Justice for All came out in eighty eight. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It was think, 84, 85, 86, 88. They had yeah. four albums in what? Isn't that crazy? Five years? I know. That's insane. I know. And Well, and Mustaine was doing the same things. It just so happened. <laughs> the albums he put out were shit. Exactly. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny. They weren't bona fide classics until this one. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because you think about it like, wow. Oh, it's ridiculous. You, usually the f- band's first album is their best album. For the most part, right? And, unless it takes a while for them to hit their stride. Yeah. But yeah, usually, yeah. In a way, in some ways. Right, right. I think I think that's more prevalent in like, bands in the 2000s up until now. Yeah, right, right. Back then, 
it wasn't the case. No. Like, like Metallica's best album was the, the third album. That's true. <laughs> Thank or you. fourth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, you said third. Uh... Ah, I got <laughs> Damn it. You got me on a... I got him. You... Thank you, people. You heard it here. You... Peace the fuck out. You capitalize, <laughs> on, my... You capitalize on my inability <laughs> to count right now. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but all seriousness, like, if, it, I think it was more pertainable. It was more pertained to like back then where... Right. Out, like you said, it took more took bands more to hit their stride. Like yeah. later, like in second, third, fourth album. Right, maybe. right. But nowadays, like I think the band's first album is better. Granted, I even yeah. though Seven first album, the sound of the some Seven Trumpet is terrible. It's it's eh. It's a terrible title. It's, it's not too. good. No, no. It's, not, it's not. It's not the Seven something trumpet. Something, yeah, the sound of the Seven Trumpet or Trevor. Some something, biblical something, reference something or something like that. Yeah, it's more like it was more like. Um, like hardcore, like screamy, like yeah. thrash in some ways. It wasn't like, wasn't that good. And then they, they really found their stride in like City of Evil yeah. until now. And the last album was trash, but in my opinion, but yeah. some bands like in the, I want to say early, even the early two thousands, like you know, like System of a Down. Yeah, the first album was excellent. Even but Toxicity, their second album was better. So yeah, yeah, it's weird. And Kill 'Em All to me, I love Kill 'Em All. More than I like creeping than riding the lightning. Yeah, and I like Master Puppets overall. overall. Well, the, the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, there's, there's sound definitely changed, not drastically, but you could definitely hear like the raw like Motorhead influence of the first album kind of kind of started to evolve into something a little deeper, something a little more uh, layered. You know what I mean? Yeah. The first album was very raw, right? I mean, it was almost uh, not punk, but very like thrash. You know? Yeah. They almost. They started off thrash, and they almost kind of invented their own thing. You know what I mean? It was their own yeah. version of thrash, funny. like more like political and more. It's funny because they, they say Megadeth and Anthrax, Slayer, and, and um, Metallica, the, the big four, right? And I gotta say, the only two bands that really remained thrash throughout the most was Slayer and Anthrax. Yeah, right. If you think about it, because in my opinion, Metallica. Grew into just a, I was a normal say, American yeah, heavy metal band. They did. Not a thrash band, and in my opinion. The other bands didn't really grow, right? No, I, I like both bands, but I mean, you can't say Slayer really evolved much. No. Right? They just, they were basically the same thing. It's like, right. a, it's like the Ramones. Like, you know what they're going to sound like. Yeah, like Bruce yeah. Dickinson said in like 90, recently, or was it recently, a couple years ago, he said in he said an in a interview, he goes, all of us were, were thinking it, all of us were wanted to maybe tread that way right but metallica had the balls to do it oh to go black album. to go yeah all right that's a good you know, yeah he said oh, that yeah. that came from bruce dickinson wow so he goes we all thought about it we all wow. had the inkling to do it we all kind of like ooh, te- you know tight rope walked so to speak yeah walked, wanted to do whatever and what the inclination to sell out <laughs> <laughs> well if you want to if you won't no if you want to put it not not really but no. if you want to change their whole okay right do a whole 180 yeah even a 190 that's true it is ballsy yeah, yeah so it is ballsy. Just, they had the balls that we did. Wow, didn't. that's interesting. And then because to me, I, I'm not gonna sit there and tell you I'm a, a virtuoso or a, a Eddie Trunk a connoisseur, Eddie Trunk metal nerd on Slayer right. or Anthrax. Right. But at the same time, like I just know from their sound, they haven't. They always remain thrashy. Right. You know. Like, no, they d- fair like maybe like especially um maybe um some Slayer thong, song sorry yeah. some Slayer songs are have some melody and melodic pieces to it yeah but it always core kind of to me remain thrashy oh yeah whereas like listen to like 
the God that failed. Yeah. And True. Then you get load and reload. Right. It's, it's more like a, just a, a American standard metal yeah, right, hard rock right. album. It's almost like Skinner or something. Yeah. 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 Like, especially reload. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of songs that write some, a lot of twangy guitar songs. Oh God, yeah. And it's yeah. like they they went a little country western. They did, There's yeah. No thrash on in on reload or load or anything. No, nothing, yeah. There was not there was not many really, there's not much thrash on the Black Album. No, and it was only coming off two years after Injustice. I know. And Injustice think, for All, obviously, and Black and Black is very thrashy. Oh God, yeah. Black and dun, 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 one of the greatest, dun, 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 fastest riffs. Uh, well, Black rhythm. And, yeah, Black and is one of the Top twenty best songs of all time. It is, yeah. It's a great song. Black just, and, and just for all is excellent. The intricacy of that riff is yeah. just so. Uh, yeah, try playing that on guitar if you ever, you know, if you want to challenge. But yeah, I think with as with uh, uh, Rust in Peace, I think it was the culmination of that early thrash. Like it couldn't go any heavier, really. Yeah, it had to go somewhere else. And I mean, Megadeth didn't really. They with the next album, they kind of went a little. They didn't go soft. They didn't go, you know, more mellow. But yeah. But yeah, certainly with Metallica, they couldn't go any further with their, uh, you know. No, because when you said that, it made yeah. me think deeper, and I'm like, it doesn't, Metallica, and I even, it's funny, because I, and, and to, to shout out my boy, Danny Lepore down in New Jersey, yeah. my friend and tattoo artist, and we were, when I was getting tattooed a couple of years ago, he mentioned that, uh, um, or a couple of years, a year ago, he mentioned that um, he always, he doesn't really care for Metallica, he goes, I don't, he goes to me, Metallica's just an uh, American metal, American hard rock band. I'm like, you know what? And at the time, we're like, he just was kind of shitting on them. Yeah. I'm like, but you have to think their early stuff was just top notch, second to none. And da, 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 he, I understand. And then I think about it. It's like, yeah, like after Kill 'em All and some songs on, respectively, Ride the Lightning, Master, and, and Justice. Yeah. There was some thrash elements, but a lot of that went out of the went out the door when Black Album came on. They've probably been maybe a, maybe yeah. um um holier than thou. It's right. thrashy because it's fast. Right. And then you got uh, through the never, twisting, turning, right. through the never, all there is. But it still wasn't. It was. Yeah. Twisting, turning, through the never. But it had more of like a mainstream rock sound. Well, that's probably because of Bob Rock, right? Because he kind of, yeah. And of course, Andrew Simmons was just. Right. Simmons one of the biggest, arguably craziest, best songs like of all time, like by popularity. Right, right. Not like written wise. No. But it has the best, most polarized. Riff, yeah, exactly. Of all time. Yeah, yeah. So it's out surpassed. Stay with, I'm stay with <laughs> exactly. heaven, or it's smoke, on, smoke the water. on the water. Right, right. So, well, when you think about it, Metallica's been a standard rock band for longer now than they yeah. were a thrash band. No stairway to heaven, <laughs> Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it should be no. It should be no. Uh, no Enter Sandman now. Today, I know. Yes, today, my friend. It will be mine. I'm gonna buy. The, he buys the guitar. <laughs> yeah, after like yeah. he goes into every story. It will be mine. It will be mine. And he finally got it. Yeah, yeah. But going back to the whole Megadeth, like I feel like Megadeth is not as thrashy as Slayer or Anthrax, in my opinion, or Metallica. Yeah, First, Metallica well, and Megadeth have, have kind of stopped as they progressed and made new albums, which is yeah. fine. Well, I think Megadeth has always had more of a thrash element, right, or a more more a heavier element than. I mean, Metallica's obviously gone back with uh, the one that came out in, uh, you know, Death Magnetic. They did go back to yeah, it. Yeah, oh yeah. But it was almost like... But uh, this new album, at, um, 72 Seasons, there's some thrashies. There is, thrashies, yeah. Which is good. You it is. It? I, yeah, I have, yeah. I wonder it's though... It's not their best stuff. I'm not going to sit here and say, wow, it's fantastic. No. Woo, it's awesome. No. It's just, it's good, but it's not like... 
I mean, put it this way. Yeah, it's better than St. Anger, in my opinion. Well, yeah. But it's not like it's um, over the top where you're like, fuck yeah, I can listen to this all the time, every day. Like, I can't, I'm going to re- I'm gonna burn this fucking vinyl. Yeah, right, up. right. Like, it's not like, to me, it's not that equivalent to like, like when I first, like to this day, I can, I would, I can listen to Master of Puppets every once a month, twice right. a month and still be entertained and not get like, sick of it. You yeah. hear something. Yeah. And you right. hear something like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. There's something I didn't pick up on pr- previously or prior. Right. right. You know, whereas this new 72 seasons, it's good, but it's like, I, I haven't listened to it in a long time now. I came out in April. I'm, yeah. I'm, I've listened to it. I'll, I'll sit here and say, I'll probably listen to it maybe 20 times start to finish. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. It's definitely better than saying anger. It's better than, um, some songs are better than what's on Death Magnetic, um, but I think the last three albums that came out, I would say Hardwired is probably the best one. Oh, really? Album. Okay, yeah. Hardwired, the first that the title track, yeah, is so thrashy and yeah. heavy and quick to the punch, kind of like a song you would hear off a of hit, like Hit the Lights or Whiplash, you know, yeah, like four minutes, under four minutes. But it's like an older guy's thrash, right? Which is, which obviously it could only hey, be. We, we ain't getting any younger boy. No, but I'm saying, yeah, I'm it's saying. it's weird. I wonder if uh, if they. Did they really want to go back to that, I wonder? I mean, I guess they do what they want, but they do want to please the fans too, right? You wonder, yeah. like, with Death Magnetic, they were getting shit from... They were getting shit about um, St. Anger, you know? Yeah, of course. And then, of course, there's the famous uh, collaboration they did with Lou Reed. Oh, <laughs> Lou. Yeah. Louis, whatever that <laughs> Lulu. Lulu, yeah. yeah. I never heard it, actually. I, took, took, I don't think... I, I yeah. told you this. I never even heard it. No, it's awful, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Lou Reed singing, so I mean, it could. Yeah. Although Lou Reed is represented up on my wall here, but, but yeah, but but that's a little different. It's not really yeah. Lou solo, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it, I, I if I had to give it if I had had to give the greatest album to something, my greatest metal album, I would give it to. Uh, I'm gonna stick with my uh, in rest peace? in peace. Yes, I can't, I can't believe you're taking. Uh, well, that. I'm gonna say or of that genre of that era of I can't metal. You're taking of, that over Injustice for All. Like you talked about so highly. About I think I would. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because well, dude, that, that's how I feel today. But yeah. And next week it, you'll feel that, that could change. But, but I'll always give it to Mustaine because he's the underdog. He was thrown out unjustifiably. They were all drinking. They were all fucked up. It was a power play by Lars. We all know that. Yeah. Somebody had to go. Well, there's too much ego. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was too much ego in that band. Lars is David Tennis. Sometimes you just for the good of the band, you have to get rid of someone, even if they're talented and even if they're clearly the most talented. And the mo- and the best <laughs> guitarist, but you know sometimes people are just destined to do their own thing, and I think yeah. I think Mustaine was destined to to move on, and he had a great career. I think he's done, but you know he certainly left a great catalog of uh, yeah of, of stuff, and I think this is high on the list of uh, certainly their best album, and you know really don't you think? Yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> my my in my humble opinion. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I think about this, guys. Yeah, yeah. Have me on your podcast, guys. Yeah, yeah. I can talk about whatever you want. That's our friend Brian. Leave Brian alone. He's the best. Brian Funkhauser. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Brian you Nicholson? guys are the best. Marty Funkhauser. Yeah, Marty. Yeah, really. The great Bob Einstein. Do yourself a favor, people who listen. Uh, if you don't haven't already, check out Curb Enthusiasm. Larry David. Yeah. Curb Enthusiasm. HBO. It's yeah. a riot. He's the co-creator of Seinfeld, the brains behind Seinfeld. Yeah. He is the best. Check it out. He's you the, will not be disappointed. No, definitely not. Good stuff. I know. But uh, I guess uh, Rust in Peace overall is your favorite. Yes. Even though just numerous times in the past you told me Justice for All was your favorite. But Well, that's uh, the best Metallica album. 
You, yeah. ne- you never asked me the best metal. Oh, well, geez. Well, well, come on, sorry. No, I don't know. But I say, I mean, like I said, I, to me, Preston Peace is not in my uh, top 10 metal albums of all time. No. What no. is your top 10 metal album? Oh, it's tough. I, I know. It is a tough it's one. Tough it's tough like, you know. I mean, obviously, Master's number one. I would put Master's number one. Um, if I had to do like really quick, uh, I would put, um, not particular order, but Master's number one for sure. Yeah. I would say Justice for All is up there. Appetite for Destruction is up there. Um, Was that metal though? No, it's like mm, yeah, hard yeah, rock. No, it's hard rock. Yeah, yeah. I'm like hair metal sometimes. Well, but yeah, it's up there because it's a great album. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus, fucking. Um, well, what about something like newer, like uh, Lamb of God or something? I mean, can you, I mean, are those? Well, to me, Lamb of God is it's it's new age, heavy yeah. slash death metal. Right. Especially that first stuff when they were burning the priests it was fucking. Wow, I mean, yeah. and that's what we should do next time is an album review on Lamb of God. All right, we'll I'll do go, it. I'll go off. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I could do a little um, research and yeah, listen. Yeah, would be cool. Familiar as but myself. at the same time, I mean, it's tough. Like, man, jeez. Well, Pantera, right? I mean... Pantera, uh, uh, Cowboys, uh, Cowboys from Hell is up there. Oh, the uh, Vulgar um, Display, yeah. I like Cowboys better. Do you? Vulgar Display is up there. Yeah, I would yeah. say that could be one... It could be like 3A, 3B. Yeah. Uh, then you got, um, you know, Slayer. Be, um, Seasons in the Abyss. Season, that, well, that's, is that the album title? Yeah. Or was it Raining Blood? Uh, no, it was uh, Seasons in the Abyss. I like that. Uh, the next Blood. Yeah. That's a great album. That's yeah. up there. Um, even some like... Um, well, it's funny because back in the day, Let's Up and was, was hard rock metal. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and now it's just a like classic rock. Yeah, now it's just... Well, Christ, Nirvana's classic rock, right? On, yeah, uh, well, I'm Z- talking about like now, yeah. like, to me, that was never metal. In no, fact, no. Was like, wow. Right. I would say uh, Black Sabbath's... Uh, First album. First album, Black yeah. Sabbath. Yeah. It's it's I listened to it actually the first time in a long time, like like a month ago. And it's just eight like six, seven songs. It's or sec, I think it's seven yeah. tracks or eight yeah. tracks. Just like pure dark darkness. Complete it's like it's like doom it's like the first Doom metal album. It's really yeah, it really oh, is God. like Doom to Who's ahead of its time? Yeah. Like in terms of like yeah, like there's no and at the time it came out, it was you know in in the midst of all hippie stuff, and yeah, no, it, there was nothing uh, uplifting about. Nope. I mean, that album cover is just creepy, especially for this time of year yeah. with the fucking witch out in the British countryside. Or yeah, whatever. it's cool. Fucking, yeah, I mean, love it. Yeah, I know. I the Sabbath is. Uh, well, that was a good album. That and well, uh, I mean, you like the priests and the maidens of the world, or well, I'm, you, I'm not a yeah. huge like. I'm not a huge Maiden or Priest fan. I, I respect them. I like them. I, I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to them all the time. But yeah, I love them. Uh, I love both. Priests. Uh, I, I see my favorite. See, my favorite Priest song is Painkiller. Yes. I fucking love that. Which song. you know what? It's Actually, thrashy. That that is an unbelievable. That was them doing thrash. That was their very uh, their yeah. version because they were never that thrashy. And it came out in '90. Yeah, Painkiller. Painkiller might be one of the greatest metal albums of all time. I know because they got the best vocalist. Yeah. And uh, I mean they they. Uh, Glenn Tipton, who was never a shredder, all of a sudden came out of nowhere and he was playing like Ingve. It was like, where the well, fuck did this come from? Th- I mean, now I'm this about, is the. We talked, we, we, I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, now I think about it. Yeah. JLG, Rob Halford called. He wants his fucking vest back. <laughs> yeah. Hellbent, hellbent for lover. I think we've done that like, stick like eight times on our yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's fun, though. We, yeah, but we just keep bringing it up. Like, These guys are sick. I know. We haven't but done it in a while. Now they remember it, we're talking about thrash. I think recently, within the last year, Brian May came out from Queen, and we talked about this maybe. Came briefly. out of the closet. He came out of the closet with his poofy hair. <laughs> I know. And he great said curls. that 
he thinks Queen is going to take uh, credit for the first thrash song ever. Oh, I know. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And actually, it was I heard it on Ozzy's Boneyard. Yeah. On XM Radio last week. And you know what? It's kind of thrashy. Metallica covered that, right? For, they did. Yeah. They yeah. Changed, they changed up the words a little bit. Yeah. But they that, did? it's kind of thrashy. No, he's got a point. I always kind of thought that. It's a great. Yeah. I mean, that came out in like 74, oh, 75. With the <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. he hit the drum. Stone Cold Crazy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. That's probably the first, like, that's like that Hetfield alternate picking. Downright. Yeah, down picking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think he's got a point there. I mean, they uh, never yeah. really did much with it afterwards. No. But that was Queen. I mean, they had so much more going on. But yeah. yeah. But no, now that you mention it, I do think, yeah, I think Painkiller might be one of the greatest thrash albums of all time from a band who never did thrash before and really never did it afterwards. Yeah. They, they decided to do a thrash album and it's fucking unreal. Yeah. Because not many metal so guys. So maybe think of that too. Painkiller's yeah. up there. Yeah. Yeah, and you get obviously the Maidens, you get the Motorheads. Yeah, yeah Motorheads. Sepultura. Yeah. Yeah. That's some good shit. Max Cavalera. Yeah, Max Cavalera. Yeah. And, um, you know, it can go, goes on. And yeah. Like, yeah, man. Even like uh, Motley Crue's first album, 81, 83. Yeah, Too Fast for Love. Yeah, it had some heavy heavy elements. It did, really yeah. Hairs. It really did, yeah. Really, and they only graduated more to hair metal. Like in Live like Wire. 86, 87, yeah. 89, 90, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, they definitely... Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think you could call them glam. They might have been like early glam, but then they, yeah, they went full glam. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah well, hey, you know that's that for that, and uh, and that's that, and that is the rest of the story. <laughs> was that? He was a local uh, radio broadcaster, wasn't he? I think we were trying to think. Paul, Paul, or Paul. Uh, <laughs> I think we did this last time. Yeah, we yeah. Just, I can't remember. I don't know why. I can't remember this fucking guy's name. Paul was, Nielsen. Of, was past my time. Paul Nielsen. Yeah. yeah Paul Nielsen. <laughs> yeah. The best. Yeah. My idol. But uh, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode like we did. I know it's kind of a little rocky here and there, but uh, um, we, you know, we, 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 we came on strong at the end when it counted. Yes. And, we pulled uh, it together for you. We tried our best. We always try our best for you guys, for our listeners. We appreciate you. We thank you. Uh, follow us on uh, Instagram. Sh- uh, follow us. Subscribe. Like us. Uh, email us, message us. I should say DMS. Um, you can find our episodes available on all podcast platforms. Now that Spot- Stitcher's gone, Stitcher's gone. Yeah, it was purchased by XM, so yeah. that that's out of the tape. That's oh, off the. I see Google Podcast is going away too. A lot of these uh, podcast platforms are being bought up by other uh, companies. So, well, I don't know how. The, I don't stick know how to big. the, uh, the yeah. t- number one. Oh yeah, Spotify, yeah. Apple, yeah. iTunes, like that. Yeah, check us out. We're there. We're waiting for you. Um, we get some things in the works. Not going to talk about it, but we get some things coming at the works. Yes. Um, possible uh, new things and new uh, new adventures coming our way, and we're excited yeah. about new horizons, new horizons, and new uh, things we'll be tackling and going up from there. And um, yeah, man. So again, thank you so much for listening. Take care of one another. Stay sick. That is S-I-C. How do you spell that? <laughs> yeah. For, that, for our new listeners, yes. that's S-I-C. And uh, again, check out our, uh, well, this would be our 50th, this is our 50th episode. Our 56th episode, we spoke to Brian Fair from uh, Shadows Fall. A great, um, their label is actually a thrash metal band, actually. Early, like a new age yeah, thrash metal band. Right. Uh, they have a lot of metal, <coughs> they basically fall into the metal core category. Yeah. But check them out. They're a local Massachusetts band, but they're known worldwide. Um, the name is Shadows Fall. 
We interviewed the lead singer just like a month ago. His name is Brian Fear. Check it out. All right, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, peace the out. Bye.